The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, young SM58 microphone is back out, young, recording this on a Wednesday night at the buzzer, ready to press upload so you can all get it Thursday morning, aka young left it too long, should have recorded this last night. A.K.A. I've got half an hour until I have to get ready to go out and do the quiz tonight. A.K.A. Haven't prepared properly for this podcast because I've been too busy doing other stuff and really should prioritise other stuff over this podcast, even though I love doing this podcast for you guys. A.K.A. Mr. Haven't even brought my water with us to record this podcast, so we'll get thirsty throughout the run of it. A K A haven't taken my inhaler before starting recording this podcast, so we'll also sound out of breath the more I get animated throughout this intro. A K A, your boy, fucking Jack Fox. How's that for an introduction, eh? Uh, as you can see from the uh, title of this episode, this is another football chat episode with my friends Rex Regis, Kenny Cadence and Max Gavins. But you know me, I know my audience, I am familiar, not all of you guys will be into football, nevertheless into listening to us four fucking idiots chat about football for however long it's on for. So wanted to do a little bit at the start here just to keep everybody happy and keep the playing field fucking level all right now i'm using this microphone and the audio quality i'm sure isn't as good as normal but that's because i'm using a handheld microphone and not my normal microphone because this is what i use to record the football chat with the guys and I recorded this football chat last night, so retrospectively, I'm edit- editing it today. Now, realistically, I should have recorded this bit yesterday before we all hopped on Zoom to talk about football, but didn't. And I didn't record it afterwards because then after the football chat was finished, I wanted to watch the Man United match myself. Which we in hindsight, which I didn't because it was really bad, but that's neither here nor there. What really matters is I'm here now for about 10 minutes until your boy's got a bounce and host a quiz at the Pavilion in Newcastle. Okay? Okay. My presence is a present, as Kanye West once said. Also not true. I'm here, there, and everywhere. Uh, I, oh, fucking hell, what an intro. How's it going? How's it hanging? Hope you're all right. Um, uh, yeah, I've got to host a quiz, man. These quizzes... Look... I'm going to be honest with you, I think pre-pandemic I probably wouldn't have taken up hosting a weekly pub quiz, but since the pandemic's come in, and since gigs, you know, still aren't really back to full swing as they were, uh, your boy's got to collect them racks, we've had this conversation before, 
So uh, I've got to host a quiz, uh, and it's fine. It's fine. It's just how it is, <coughs> and uh, it's okay. It's all right. It's easy, but it's just my whole Wednesday evening. You know, it takes like an hour and a half to do, but it's just my whole Wednesday. Um, and look, I don't think the people we get regulars in. This, it's normally the same five or six teams that are in every week, uh, with like maybe a new one, new team or something. But it's, I don't. I don't think the people that listen. I don't think the people that do the quiz will listen to this podcast. I don't even know my name, so I'm going to just say this. There is a team uh, that comes, and they're always in the top three every week. And they're a group of uh, sometimes three, sometimes four, sometimes five older gentlemen, is what I'll say. And look, I'm not ageist. I don't care how old you are. If you're coming to the quiz to have a good time, a couple of drinks, a little pub quiz, a little bit of banter, fine. No problem. Great. I love a pub quiz myself. Who doesn't love a pub? Who doesn't love when you're in the pub with your mates and somebody says there's a quiz going on? I'll chuck a quid in. I'll play. Fuck it. Why not? But these guys come every week. Fine. They often win. Great. They often come second, which is also gets second prize. Great. Fine. Good for them. Sometimes they lose out on the rounds that are about modern culture, but they're all the gentlemen. What do you expect? When these guys, so first prize and second prize, first place and second place gets a prize. Third place and lower get nothing apart from placements. When these guys don't come in first or second, they always, always, always complain. Which to me indicates that they have nothing better going on in their life throughout the rest of their week than a fucking pub quiz on a Wednesday. Look, I've just said before there's five or six teams usually. The most thing we've ever had is ten teams. It's a pound each do the maths, then we'll split the, the money up between first and second prize. The maximum first prize we've ever given away is £20 on a gift voucher. If there's five people on your team, £20, that's four pounds. That's like a drink each, basically. It's a gift voucher for that pub. It's not even like cash money. You're basically playing for a round of drinks each. Okay? And last week... The team of all gentlemen complained because they were two points off coming second place, which was a £10 gift voucher between, I think it was five of them. That's like £2 each on a gift voucher, is what they were complaining about. And the team that came second was a family, I think of maybe even six, so they had kids. Uh, there was a mum and a dad, and then probably an, maybe an auntie there, you know, somebody of their same age. I, I assume, I don't know the full ins and outs, right? So this these old guys think a family got all dressed up with three kids, right? Came to the pub, paid for dinner, and they were all eating, they didn't even know there was a quiz on, I don't think. Paid for dinner and drinks, and googled every answer but purposely got some wrong in order to come second, and then all that to fleece a pub quiz out of a £10 gift voucher just because you came third. What is more likely? That a team of men in their 60s and possibly 70s came third in a pub quiz Two points behind a family with three kids and three adults 
that got all dressed up, came out, paid for dinner and drinks, but Googled every answer, purposely getting some wrong, so they came second to fleece a pub out of a £10 gift voucher. Ask yourself this question, could you be asked? It's easily, if you're paying for dinner and drinks on a night out to a pub, it's easily £10 a head. These guys got a £10 gift voucher, not each for the whole team, and they're going to spend all night sitting Googling the answers to, with three kids. Uh, no. Also, the way the pub layout is, I realise now this podcast has just turned into me complaining about my job, right, which, you know, is whatever. The way the pub layout is, I'm unable to police everybody individually. And it's above my pay grade to tell families of six that if they want to play the pub quiz, they're going to have to get up, pack up all the shit, get all their food and everything, and move to a suitable position where I can see you in case you're Googling. That's way above my pay grade. When I signed the deal, when I agreed to do this gig, all I had to do is turn up and host with a microphone and a small amp, which is what I do... Every week, maybe I provide some light entertainment in between with some funnies. That's neither here nor there. That wasn't prearranged, but that's just my personality shining through the cracks. So what's more likely? You just happened to come third, or a family of six got all dressed up, came out, bought dinner and drinks... Googled every answer, but got some wrong and fleeced a pub out of a £10 gift voucher. And if by some chance, you old men, have managed to find out my name, find out I have a podcast, listen to all the podcast, and is for some reason listening to me and my three mates talk about football for an hour, and you're listening to this, look, it doesn't matter. We're all going to die, some sooner than others. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It doesn't matter. It's just a pub quiz. Okay? Great. Now, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. And then after that, will be a chat between me, Rex Regis, Max Gavins, and Kenny Cadence about all things football. Thank you very much. Please enjoy. Eat a dick. Okay, bye now. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by not losing your shit when you don't win. That's right. Recently came third in a pub quiz. It's okay. Nothing really matters. It's fine. Trust me. It's okay. If you do find yourself wanting to complain, what you can do is write suggestions down on a piece of paper, go outside, and then kill yourself. It's okay. It doesn't really matter. While I've got you here tonight, 10th of February, I'm headlining Giggle Water Comedy at Prohibition Bar Newcastle. Free comedy night, new acts, new material, then me talking shit at the end. Matt Reed, MC. It'll be a great night. Free comedy. Free comedy tonight, 10th of February. Wow. Right then. 
Welcome back. We've, 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 made, we've made a transfer. We've transferred Max out. We've loaned him out to his work temporarily. Uh, but the, lo- <laughs> the loan deal's ended in about 10 minutes when he gets home. So uh, They didn't want him either. This is uh, <laughs> <laughs> this the beginning, the beginning of this chat is for Premier League winners only. So that's, that's good. That's a good start. That's well uh, said. Yeah. Um, for now. For now, for now, yeah, until Newcastle win it. <laughs> They're not going to win the league. Well, ne- never. Well, well, can't say never, but not anytime soon. Me and Max have genuinely made a bet. We're at, we're at a gig. We didn't know each other because it was going to go to the gig. And then it turned from a nice evening out watching the gig to full on arguments in the middle of the fucking dance floor. Shouting about, <laughs> Newcastle are frauds. Uh, so me and Max made a bet that. Um, each other's team will win the league before. So like, he thinks Newcastle will win the league before United. I think United will win the league before Newcastle. We didn't put a time limit on it. Uh, we're about 20 quid. And I, I just can't see Newcastle winning the league before United. I don't even know how that's... United, uh, it's not going to be anytime soon. It's not going to be like next season or even the season after, probably. But no. Newcastle it's before. a weird visual to try and imagine in your head. like From where they are now to like four or five seasons' time, to be like title cut. Away, man. Come on. To be fair, Jordan Henderson's like... lifted the trophy, so anything can happen. It's so funny how much you hate Jordan. Yeah, Henderson. but he had Salah and Marnie standing next exactly, to him. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And Van Dyke. You know and I mean? Van Dyke and I. Like You're Kieran Castle. John Joe mid- Shelby. <laughs> yeah. John <laughs> Joe Shelby lifting the Premier League trophy. <laughs> I'd love that. Like I- I'd be all for that. Callum Wilson and that. <laughs> yeah, we're on on crutches, like lifting the fucking trophy. Joe Linton getting the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> the, honestly, the way Max goes on about me, you think he was fucking up for the Ballon d'Or. Uh, Kenny, why why do you hate John Henderson so much? Considering he's your club captain, isn't he? Is he club I, captain? He is. Unfortunately, I. I just think that he's just megally overrated. I, I, honestly, he's just he overrated because he's in Liverpool. <sighs> Because I think he does not, the job he's supposed to do at Liverpool. I do as well, but that's, an, that's always an outsider looking in. Though it's the same way everybody says like like Maguire's shit. It's like he's not. He do, you already see his highlights wheels. No, right? he is shit, mate. Let me just explain why he's not. The thing is, right? If Jordan Henderson, if you go back to when Steven Gerrard was still there, when he was just leaving, and the transition was going over from Gerrard to Henderson, and the team. Wasn't great, but they had the likes of Coutinho and uh, Suarez. Was Suarez and the there? great players like Jay Spearin and Exactly. And Henderson didn't stand out. There was a point where they were going to get rid of Henderson or John Joe Shelby. And I think Henderson was going to go somewhere. I can't remember where he was heading. But they stopped it and we saw John Joe Shelby. And at the time I was like, that's the wrong decision. But now, because he's... He's surrounded by absolute superstars. I think Fabinho gets him out of a lot of trouble. And then you obviously got Van Dyke behind him. Um, you got Salah, Trent, Mane. Bobby does a hell of a lot of work. And Genie last year, Genie Wilnoundrum, was always there every single game, never injured, never nothing. So would that be your like sideways and backwards? Would that be your ideal centre centre midfield partnership for Liverpool for Binio and Genie Wild? I I honestly wish we kept Genie and it was Genie Fabinho and Thiago. I Thiago is he still there? Is he injured? Yeah, yeah he is. He's just he, come back. He, he, he came on um, the other day. Yeah, 
But one. Thiago's only useful if you like. I feel like Thiago's a possession footballer. Like he, he, you need to be dominating the ball. Like at the best out with him. Whereas Liverpool, mm-hmm. it's like watching a basketball game. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. back and forth. The yeah. funny thing is, I don't think we've lost when Fabinho and Thiago have started. That's bad. That. That's bad. I was listening to um, uh, what was this? I was listening to some podcast the other day. I can't remember what a football podcast, and they were saying that Liverpool now is probably coming to the end of the cycle. Like they won the Champions League, they won the Premier League. Um, yeah. So what what do you think's next in terms of where do you need to like bolster? Like, do you think you need a striker? Or do you think Jota is like good enough? Or do you think Salah's going to possibly leave? Or what? What do you think is going to happen? I honestly. And this is the most controversial thing that I am ever going to say in my life. Uh oh, uh oh. Is I think we cash in on Salah now. You hate Jews. Oh my God, you can't believe it. <laughs> it's controversial. What the hell? <laughs> oh, man. You don't like cats either. <laughs> ah, yeah, that's... <laughs> Sorry, I it across the kitchen. Sorry. No, um, no, you can't. I can't say that, can I? <laughs> um, uh, I, I seriously think we cash in on Salah now. Just with wow. this whole contract thing going on, and it's getting to the stage now where he could actually go into his final year with one year, like obviously one year left, and could leave for free. He seems like he loves Liverpool, though. Like I want to see why he'd want to leave. Like he's won. Yeah. Oh, he's, I say he's won everything. He's won the two big trophies, the Champions League and the mm. Premier League. He, he pisses the golden boot every year. He yeah. should have been up for Ballon d'Or, really. This year, you should, I think he should have. Uh, won it. I should have. I think he should have won it. Um, I don't know how Messi won that anyway, but yeah, Messi I, shouldn't have won. But I would have given yeah. it a Lewandowski over. Yeah, Salah. yeah, I would have given it Lewandowski. But I just think mm-hmm. now's the time that we look at the squad, look at the likes of I'm going to say his name. Sort of Jordan Henderson can go three fucking years ago. Jordan Henderson can go. Um, I think Milner goes and has a swan song at Leeds. Yeah, um, makes sense. And with the players that we just bought in, the likes of Jota and this um, Luis Diaz that we just brought in, I think now is the time that one of the front three sort of get moved on for a bit of money whilst we can still get money for them. And yeah. for me, I'd, I'd go for the big gun and cash in Salah and use that money to then put back into the squad. Look what happened when we saw Coutinho. Everyone was in uproar. And we bought Van Dijk and Allison, and I believe it funded some of the Fabinho deal as well. Changed our squad. Yeah. Do you not think, though, that if you sell Salah now, who's out there that in two years' time we're talking about in the same way as Salah and Marnie last year and the year before, if you know what I mean? True. He's a very like he's a very specifically, especially with Klopp as well. He's a very specific type of player. I think is he's not yeah. quite a forward, like a right wing sort mm. of inside forward, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, who is there like him? Who's but you could say that about Messi. You could say that about Ronaldo and and people like that over the years. Um, even I'll fight you for Rafinha, man. If it's a bidden war between Chelsea and Liverpool for Rafinha, see, I, I think that I think there's a load. I think there's a load of players that are like Rafinha's level, like 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 Salah's a different similar type of players. I agree with you, but yeah. Rafinha's like the level below. I think I think it's really yeah. different. But, yeah. but oh, he again, is. But you put him in a Liverpool, he could make true, that true. And you never know, Klopp could work his magic. I suppose you never know. Yeah, I mean that's something yeah. that Klopp does really well. You look at the players that he's brought in. I think you can 
only really call Van Dyke and Allison world class when they came to Liverpool. Um, everybody else has been that sort of like level below. There's been like you could go up to that world class level with the likes of Salah, Mane, and stuff like that, and he's made them into world class players. That's why I'm excited to see what Jota does, what this Luis Diaz does. But if I'm Liverpool now, I'm looking at Haaland, to be honest. If we get rid of Salah, possibly bring in Haaland, because we've never had an out-and-out an out and out striker. Um, and I think now's the time that Klopp sort of twinkles with not only the team, but the system, because we are getting found out quite a bit. Um, you can't play the same team for four yeah. years in a row. Yeah. And still get away with it. And it's, especially if, if Salah does go, then you'll need that 20, 30 goals a season. Yeah. Somewhere, so. Yeah. And I think I I I think Haaland is gettable. Um but the thing is he's going to be gettable for all the top clubs around Europe. Everybody's talking yeah. about him. Everybody, everybody's talking about him. Yeah. So. He he did narrow it down though, didn't he? Like he he said uh Barca, Real, Bayern. And he said one Premier League team the last time, and everyone thinks it's going to be Man City, which I, they need a striker more desperately, yeah, and do. they've got more money in Pep. Liverpool have a big advantage in oh, Klopp. Here he mm-hmm. comes! Here he comes! Sorry to uh, cut oh. you off, Rex. Here he comes. Draw, draw, I'm being cut off for the bastard now. It just gets worse. Keith, isn't it? Left, right, centre. Um. So yeah, the fact that people rate Joe Linton is an absolute. Joy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you even oh, yet, that was well. wasted, like... Here he comes. <laughs> um, are you there, Max? Are you with her? Yeah, I'm here. There he is. Um, the, is um, uniform like? I've one, mate. Just let me wear what I want because I'm the boss. <laughs> Drip God. Yeah, hustle, hustle, hustle God. <laughs> Late to the Zoom because I was hustling. Yeah, in these streets, the mean streets of Southwick. Yeah, man, they are mean streets to be fair. <laughs> they are actually mean streets, yeah. You can definitely get chipped up if you look at the room. By um, me. Well, we just, uh, I think Kenny's crashed and died, so it's fine. Can handle the sauce. Oh, yeah. He's been absolutely <laughs> enthralled with the arrival of Max, hasn't he? <laughs> he, kind of, he hasn't blinked. This has gone. This has gone to shit. Oh, he's gone. Right. Well, that's good. Uh, Kenny's gone. But we'll just finish, finish talking about Liverpool anyway. So sorry. Uh, would you, Kenny was saying if it was up to him, legitimately said if it was up to him, he'd cash in on Salah now and then get Holland. And I was like, that's, that's what you want to do. It's not exactly like for like that, is it? No, that's what we'll just come in the middle of comparing to, to you. Really interrupted and joined us late. Yeah. Well, you know. That, yeah, I, I I agree with you, then. and that, that's my insight on that matter. <laughs> Good. Just you know, Max close. is just waiting to gloat. He's not interested in any other part of the podcast apart from how do you feel about the takeover? How do you feel about having <laughs> loads of money? What's going to happen the night against Everton, and when we're going to win the league? Yeah, I should I should say by the way, this this will come out on Thursday, and we're recording it on Tuesday, so that this round of games will have been played. So I, I often hate it when podcasts are like, "Oh, I'm going to predict the score," and then I've already listened to it, and by the night it'll be beat six 0 and we're like, "I think we're going to win two nil." But I can't wait to see Donny Van der Beek score a hat trick tonight against against uh, Newcastle. I'll be going to be sick. 
that's the thing. I think I think we've we've caught Everton at a really bad time, unfortunately. Like yeah. I know I know that they'll be thinking the same thing about us. I mean, compared to compared to any other team that's faced us so far this season, they will probably be the most worried based just simply based off the fact that we've got this momentum, we've got new players that are definitely better than what we had, I think. But having said that, you know, Frank's just come in, new manager bounce, they won their FA Cup game bit of momentum and the good new signings as well. Van der Beek's a good sign and Deli Alley, you know, could this could be the this could be the making of Deli Alley as well. So I mean you can just yeah. see it. Newcastle are exactly the sort of team that Deli Alley scores a debut goal against. <laughs> like it's Is it is it uh, St James is always at good St James. St James's yeah. I nearly got tickets for it. But it's going to be a good game, that, to be honest. I think I think you should both be up for it because you got that new signing of Bruno. Four, four, right? draw. <laughs> yeah, one of, Only, one of their ones. Yeah, my my dad predicted three three, so <laughs> not too surprised. Would be surprised. I think the you know I I hope I hope all the new signings start. To be fair, I think I th- apparently Dan Byrne might have a bit of a knock, but I've seen a picture of him arriving at the stadium. So is he is he a centre back or a left back? Yes, Kenny come back centre back because you played left back. Did you play left centre back for Brighton? Yeah, he's a left-footed centre-back. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. That was good. Is, is that like the sign? Because I know you were saying that you wanted a centre-back. Is that like the kind of sign you want or did you want like a, a, a fucking um, Van Dijk? I type? mean, we were chasing that Botman from Lille and we were chasing... Um, hi, Kenny, by the way. Um, Welcome back. Welcome back <laughs> <you>. Computer crashed. <laughs> oh, uh, blue screen of death. Um, no, we had... Um, so we were chasing that Botman guy from Leo. We were chasing um, Diego Carlos from Sevilla. I think both of them would have been... I Because mean, our defence is so shit, I think any any improvement on our defence is, is a massive win. But I do think Dan Burns a good signing. You know, for relatively low money, I think £13 million we paid for him, which I know he's sort of... I think he's 28, 29 years he old. Seems but he seems absolutely f- buzzing as well to come back as well. So come back. Right. Is he from, he's from the area, right? He must be from... Was he was uh, played for Wolves and Boys? Nice. Yeah, he was. He, he's nice. from. He's from Blythe. So, um, but yeah, I think that obviously helps as well. I think you know he'll he'll absolutely fight to the death to keep us in the division. I think he's he's got experience in the division. I haven't seen any Brighton fans say a bad word about him uh, about either how he is as a person or as a player. So you feel like it's a good sign. And, and whereas it might not be the, it might not be the Van Dyke. You know, revolutionise your defence signing that that we want to make at some point i think it's definitely an improvement i mean the only other left footed center half we had at the club was kieran clark who is now out of the squad entirely so good state so exactly so i think that it's a it's a massive improvement on that and you know he's a big fucking unit he'll put himself about he's you know he'll 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 give blood sweat and tears for the club so I think that's a good signing. I think Matt Target's another one where again, you know, it's not the, uh, it's a good sign. Yeah, it's 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 not a you know, it's not a Trippier-esque sign. You know, Trippier's got obvious like, you know, like Champions League quality, uh international player quality. Yeah, yeah. Matt Matt Target's not exactly that, but again, he's a much better he's much better than what we had. He's Premier League proven, he's been in relegation fights before, uh, and he, I think he was Villa's player of the year last year. I think he, he he got Villa's player of the year last year. So I mean, I mean, what more? What more can you really ask for in in the circumstances that we're in, where we're, you know, second bottom of the league or whatever it is, and we're trying to convince players to come? I think 
the 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 five players we've signed are you know it's they've improved us massively and even if we don't stay up you feel like some of the like you feel like Dan Byrne will stay if we go even if we go down feel Chris like, Wood will stay as well Chris Wood will probably stay and but also even if we do stay up you feel like people like Matt Target Dan Byrne like are really good second choice in that position if we do freshen up the squad again in the summer which we will if we stay up and even if we do freshen up those positions again you feel like like Matt Target's a far better second choice left back than Jamal Lewis or you know Matt Ritchie who I like Matt Ritchie but as a as a left back in a back four he gets found out a lot uh, so you feel like they're, they're definitely improvements like that the last time we did a podcast was had the Saudis taken over yet? No, I don't think nah. so. No. Oh, was we, we previewed the start of the season? Shit, that, that was that. Was, was it was it Euros wrap up? Was it probably? Yeah, I think Euros it wrap was. up, Premier League lead up yeah. kind of thing. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I th- actually, yeah, I think we said we we're gonna. Then we'll. Oh, Kenny's gone again, man. Fuck him. Kick him out of the league. Um, <laughs> I think we said we we're going to do a, a January transfer window, like wrap-ups. That's what this is, I guess, at the start of February. Um, well, me and you didn't even do any business, Jack, for our yeah, group, so we need to even just bother to do this. Max but, can um, take this part as well. No, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here and talking about it. What do you make of uh, the Lukaku situation? Over at your well, list? if you remember back when we were previewing the start of the league, the first question you asked is, what did I think about Lukaku? And I said, I didn't fucking want him. Right, right. Did not want him. Still do not want him. I've never rated him as a top club Premier League striker. You can put him in Everton where he had his best year and he does spot on. You send him away to Inter where it's piss easy. He's the fucking biggest and meanest bloke in the whole league. Easy. You put him in the Premier League, he's just... I've never been convinced. And I would much rather have Timo Werner miss 10 open chances and scramble in one than watch the way Lukaku plays. It's horrible. Yeah, I mean, I can can attest to that since he was at United. But he's... I think a lot, especially like on... Kenny, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's on his phone now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm giving up with that. Like, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, like uh, people like on the internet, on Twitter, and on Facebook, and like, I just see his highlight reels and see him scoring like loads of goals. But he's all round play. Like you say, for a top Premier League club, it's awful. Like at United, he was so mm. frustrating, so incredibly frustrating. And he would score goals every now and then, but they'd rarely be like, like. He's, He'd rarely score like match winning goals. If you're two two or three nil up, you'd like put them through you'd, a goal. You score the score. fourth. I like yeah. like it's like all right, man. That's cool. And you get twenty goals a season. You'd be like, well, he's also injured quite a lot. And I, I don't know. So, so I get I get where you're coming yeah. from. He was he was really frustrating. You know, I think I think I think a team needs to be built around him. That's probably why he was good at Everton because it was like, mm. oh well, he's obviously the best player there. So just give every give every ball to him, and you give him twenty chances, he'll score like five of them. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Like when when he when he first when Tuchel first put him in the team, it did work a little bit. Like getting the ball to his feet, getting the likes of Ziyech and Mount involved a bit more when the ball sticks. But since then, fucking two games where it worked, the ball hasn't stuck once. Yeah, 
And Werner works 10 times harder. Havertz is a much better player on the ball, so I don't know why they're not getting more time because of the fit now. Do you think Abramovich is going to sack Tuchel? <laughs> I don't think hilarious. he will. It'll be hilarious. I, I, don't, I don't think he will. I think he'll have all of next season there as well. And then, not if it, like, not depending if it on what happens like in the this. Champions League, depending on what happens in the Champions League and if we win the Carabao and if we win the FA Cup, could still walk away with three trophies, at, at which the start, at I'd the start, be happy with. At the start of the season, I honestly thought Chelsea would win the league. I thought Tuchel had them play. Rex, Rex did. Rex did. Rex well, of course, he, Rex. He, still, he still thinks it now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just think the way that's doable, Tuchel, like oh, there, there it is. There it is. The Man City could get a player. fucking ten point deduction tomorrow. Yeah. Also, I could go downstairs. <laughs> or I, I what's happening down, with Benjamin Mendy? They might just give them a sanction. I could go downstairs. And my whole house could be painted pink. It's not going to fucking happen, is it? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, the way Tuchel just came in and like looked so it was like his way or, or the fucking highway I hate this sounding a dick but it was and then he obviously won the Champions League I was like oh let's just set Chelsea up for like a great season I think next season but why have the wheels well, fallen off do you think Rex I mean not that they've really like not yeah hit, are we where he's in the fallen off third still third or second third but we could be we could be fourth by this time next week because Tottenham could end up two points ahead of us with the game in hand like if you think of the Spurs have had and think of the season Chelsea have had. Like, what? Why? Because like, you wouldn't have thought that Spurs would be above Chelsea potentially next weekend. Like, what? What? What's happened at Chelsea? Do you think? What's changed? We do miss Chile, and we do miss Rhys James. That's true. Them yeah, two did af- did affect the team like negatively with them two being out. Despite you I still do calling think... him Chile, he is a miss. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I do think. The COVID and the fixture congestion did play a little bit of a part, just a bit. But it doesn't excuse the fact that I think sometimes during watching the games, and Tuchel's also to blame for it too, because I saw a similar thing with Lampard. Tuchel's been too set in the back five, mm. where we could it could be like 77th minute and it's nil-nil and he's still playing a back five, but we're dominating the ball. It's like, right, however, bring on a striker, bring on a forward-thinking midfielder, and he doesn't. Like, he'll bring Aspilicueta off for Alonso, and yeah. it just makes no sense. The formation stays the same. I'm thinking, where's we plan B? Where's we plan C? Yeah. And the same thing happened with Lampard just before he got sacked. I do think Tuchel has a plan B and a plan C. I do think at times he's kind of fell back on the tiredness and the covid congestion fixtures excuse a bit too much when it's a bit like, well, maybe if you'd played 4-3-3 against Brighton instead of mm. 5-3-2, you might have got somewhere. But I just have to see. And I think the amount of time that Werner and Havertz are not getting at the minute is a bit of a shame because even though Werner isn't scoring 25 goals, he works his arse off. And a lot of the goals he scored... And a lot of the goals that the other players were scoring last season was because of him just making that extra bit run. Even if the cross was a million miles away from who he was aiming for, which it usually was, it landed at somebody else and would yeah. put it away. That's why Reese James scores as many goals as he does because Werner's aiming for Lukaku, but he misses and it lands at James's feet. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is yeah. a benefit. 
I, I like that ZH. I think I think ZH is good. He, he gives a um, bit of bit of a Morris type of feel about. Uh, 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 he's really. playing a lot better this season than last season, I'm, and I'm glad. But I think you get the Thanks. best out of him with a ver- with Mount on the pitch as well, and then a Werner or Havertz with him. I think you need two of them, uh, three of them, four on the pitch. That uh, the goal he scored. Well, uh, the curler from outside the box was a peach one. I don't know who it was against. I can't remember. Tottenham. Tottenham. Ah, uh, Tottenham. Man. That was a great goal. Sublime. <laughs> uh, so, and you then, Jack? FA oh, Cup. you know, it's, yeah. I mean, mm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> can you can't even see him or just yell at him? Yeah. I mean, it was. I, I, I was fortunate that I didn't watch it. Uh, I can't remember where I was. What I was doing. I think I was. Just, Banging my head against the wall, so I'd rather do that than watching it these days. Um, but I, I mean, it was. It, are we in agreement that it was handball, right? I'm not, I'm not blaming that because we should have been three or four nil by that point. But it was against the letter of the law. It wasn't handball, but come on, let's be fucking real. It was handball, right? Yeah, I mean, but what this is this is the thing. I mean, I mean, we've talked about this in the chat a lot, like. VAR's fucks like and this is the this is the one time it's actually worked against Man U like you know but even no, then no, like, no, I'm having that. I think I'm having that. I think <laughs> I think I think I think what's happened as well though is is that you know it, like because to the letter of the law it's technically I think the law's wrong in in that in that instance but I think you know if if it was a question of you know if the if the if the if the if the, if the if it was questioned that it, the law had been broken in that piece of play, then I definitely don't think it would have been given. Like the the referee definitely would have leaned on the on the on the manu side of it. But I think because it was basically a non-issue because of what the law is, then I think that was the only reason it got given. But I do think it's a stupid rule, and that it, rule. the rule's do, wrong. Do you not just think there's just too many rules within the fucking rule? Like, yeah. Exactly. Handball's handball. Offside is offside. End of story. Like that's just how it should have been. Like, well, the I, thing I, is, nothing is crap. Everything about VAR is just awful. The offsides. If you have to zoom in that much to draw lines, just let it go. Yeah, like, it's it, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the, the 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 honestly the worst one I've seen, and it's not an offside. It's not handball because this is the thing, right? Like offside handballs, yeah, you can say there's rules within rules that make it complicated, but there's some calls that they are just getting. Oh, like I mean, the the only one that I know it's going to be, it's Newcastle, but it's the, the Edison one against Ryan Fraser. Like I, I, yeah. I, I could not believe that that wasn't given. What is VAR for? What is it for if not to like if the? But the thing is, it shouldn't have even gone to VAR. Because the ref has got to give that as soon as he sees it. He's right on top of it. He's looking directly at it. The ref's right. got to give it there and then. But what VAR's done is it it's basically scared all the ref shitless into making a decision. So they'll leave it up to VAR. And then VAR goes, oh, well. And uh, genuinely, like, I do think that this plays a part. Like, if that's, if that's Raheem Sterling going through and Dubravka clears him out like that, like that's it's a, a penalty. penalty to, it's a penalty to Man City. There's no question. There's no mm. question about it at, at all. And what VAR does it is it it gives people like you know they, they'll look for every. I mean, there was a one. 
I think it was at Villa against Man U where they looked at like 12 different things to try and disallow the goal. It might not have been Villa. It might not even be Man U. Well, there was like, the Cavani goal the other week. Yeah. Where everyone was saying it's offside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't offside though. So the left back yeah, was but it, it was, wasn't, it, wasn't it given offside though? Like Because the, the, the angles that looked at it, the first angle looked offside, which was what VR played first. And I was like, well, that's offside. And then they replayed that angle about four or five times. And then they went to the other angle, which was dead in line. And it turned out to be onside. You've got everybody in uproar for a yeah. good minute mm-hmm. and a half. Yeah. Thinking, it's fucking offside. <laughs> oh, it's not. Like, it's, yeah. give it give properly. Have a set of rules. Stick to the rules. Don't have rules within the rules. Because referees just, I think most refs just don't have a fucking clue anymore. And they yeah, just look, I, like Max said, they look to VAR to rescue them. Yeah. The thing is, right, that, the is, you have goal line technology, which is technology and it works. It's proven to work. Mm-hmm. VAR is still human error. You've just got yeah. someone sitting in a room somewhere. Yeah. Well, this is the it's thing. Still- I mean, like, surely VAR should, the, the one thing VAR should do is, like, make make things definitive. So, like, that's offside, that's not, that's handball, that's not, that's a foul, that's not. But because it is still so up to human error, like, you you get, you can play two incident, incidents beside each other and they can look exactly the same and you can still get two completely different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was, there was a, uh, oh, who was it the other day? The, like, the keeper took out a, a player, I can't even remember what game it was, but it was very, very, very similar to the Edison one. And that was, in fact, I think it was a Liverpool game. Was it the Liverpool one where um, he, he came rushing out of his box and then took the striker down? Yeah. And he only got given a yellow card. I thought he was getting sent off, to be honest. I thought it should have been a red card. But it's still a foul, right? And in, in the Newcastle one is arguably worse than that one. And it, in it, it, it's not given. So like, surely the one thing VAR has to do is to, to make things clear. If, like, I don't understand how they can still sometimes get it wrong. And it doesn't, matter whether, it doesn't matter whether you think a certain incident is wrong, but if they give one and don't give the other, then at least one of them is wrong because mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be the same or, or, or one of them's wrong. Like, yeah. And I don't understand how VAR, despite being like, what other, what other video technology in any sport, you look at like Hawkeye in tennis, uh, you know, the cricket ones, the 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 rugby basketball replays as well. Which sport has a video assistant system that doesn't work? There's there isn't one that exists. Like I don't understand how VR has is currently so fucked. So, so I'm pleased you agree with us, Max. Um. Anyways, we'll <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this is this is going to go off in a minute. So should we jump back on? Yeah, yeah. Can you not got a camera on that iPhone 13, mate? Yeah, man, I, I, I was just flexing on you all. That was all. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, Kurt Zuma, what a fucking scumbag, isn't it? That's that's fucked up, that man. It's horrible. Ah, I hate the guy. I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand it at all. Typical Chelsea scum, like. He plays for West Ham now, so less of it. 
Yeah. Learned it all from but, David Luiz or fucking whoever. <laughs> yeah. Well, he probably used to kick David Luiz in the back of the head, didn't he? With David Luiz. <laughs> but uh, no, it was just it. mental. Like, I saw the first clip last night of him kicking the cat literally yeah. through the kitchen. And someone put on Twitter saying, I'm not condoning this, but that's a better left foot and folly than Zidane in the Champions League final against Leverkusen. Which... I was like, I'm not laughing at the kick, I'm laughing at the caption. And then it wasn't until earlier when we were on about it in the group chat that I saw the other two clips of him yeah. chasing the cat through the living room. Uh, and then, like, is it his son? Picks the fucking cat up so he could fucking slap the cat across the face. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I only That's watched it just... once. It was similar to the... Uh, well, I mean, completely, two completely different incidents, but similar to the, the Mason Greenwood thing. I only, I only listened to the audio once and uh, look at the pictures once, and I was like, no, that's, I can't. Mm. Just on a human level, like football as a side, like on a human level, it's just so fucked up. That in months, absolutely. I don't really Mason Greenwood needs bum loved in the prisons when he's eventually there, and Kurtzuma needs a kick in the arsenal. Needs a, needs attacked by a tiger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tiger King over here. Funny yeah, enough, that's what I keep saying. Yeah, I keep saying that about Boris Johnson as well. Like, I'd love to watch him fight a tiger. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know he'd not win, but you know for a fact he'd give it a go. He, oh, would, man, he, would. he would run at that tiger. <laughs> yeah. You know what, when you said that, I actually like envisioned it and I I literally envisioned him like charging at the t- or like putting he his would. dukes up, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he like, would. Head down, gritting the teeth, <laughs> everything. He'd be it'd be like that tackle he made. Do you remember? Yeah, that, I was uh, just about to say <laughs> that. I was just about to say that. Although, have you seen the, the picture of him doing took a war? Like when he's really fucking trying it. It looks horrible. Yeah. So <laughs> just a just a little bit on Newcastle's team news. Bruno and Dan Byrne are on the bench. They don't start. Oh. All the rest, all the rest of them do. So Matt Target, Kieran Trippier, uh, both start as well as Chris Wood. What about? Uh, uh, I'm not surprised about Bruno, but uh, I thought Dan Dan yeah, might have been yeah. off the pitch. Like, apparently Dan Burma is, is carrying like a little bit of a toe injury. So um, even with a gammy toe, toe he's still Newcastle's best centre back. <laughs> a fucking toe in, a professional football with a toe injury. However, get over yourself. With, with one, with one, with one leg, he'd be our best centre back. One little piggy. I hope to God that you'd be Everton tonight. Me too. What's it's vital game? leg? Is, is, I've got a score uh, draw. The Everton team. Let's have a look. Uh, here. Ooh, if I, if uh, I, none, none of the none of the new signings start. Ooh, um, Pickford, Holgate, Keane, Mina, Allen, Townsend, Gomez, Coleman, Richarlison, Damari Gray, Anthony Gordon, yeah, Van der Beek's on the bench, and so is Deli Ali. <laughs> so is I do Dominic like Calvert that Anthony Lewin. Gordon. Yeah, he's a good I do player. Like Anthony yeah. Gordon. Right. I can't believe fucking. Anyways, whatever. Um, <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm, I'm uh, baffled as well, mate. I can't believe yeah. that. We, uh, like, did no one from the social media team like pull David Moyes aside and be like, look, maybe you should just keep him away for a week? I know you, you, like, yeah. you think that's what they would do, wouldn't you? But no, crazy like, cat ladies are going to be after him. Whatever. Imagine um, playing Sunderland, they'll kick them all, black cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No chance of that happening anytime soon. Sunderland are fucking shit, aren't they? Um, so, it, I mean, what do we think about the possibility of Roy Keane managing in League One? Love it. 
Absolutely wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he's, he's dropping big hints, like apparently at uh, uh, somebody was asking him about it at the uh, United United Middlesbrough game, but he was like dropping big hints. Right. So. Someone he said last like, a week, a busy week, and he was like, no comment. What's so, again? Yeah. Uh, someone asked him, "Are you busy this week?" And he was like, "Oh, no comment." So mm. he's got. It's weird though, because I would have thought, because obviously he's not attached to a club. It's not like they've got to sort out any compensation or anything. I would have thought that if they'd want, if they'd wanted him, and if he, if he'd wanted to come, it would already have happened. Because it's been like yeah. it's been over a week now since they sacked Johnson, I think. And I feel like it either what it says to me is that he either needs convinced or he's not actually the guy they want. In which case, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I heard rumors about after Neil Lennon. <clears throat> Which is a fucking terrible idea, in my opinion. But yeah, I think he's a better shout than he's Keane. better than Roy Keane. Like, uh, I'd, 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 ah, yeah. absolutely. Keane's not Keane's not had a manager's job since like Ipswich, and I know he's been assistant places, but like it's a different kettle of fish when you're managing. Plus the fact Sun, Sunland of. Sunderland have got quite like a young, enthusiastic squad. The last thing they need, if they, Hi, beat, they need is positivity, like, they don't need Roy Keane. I know he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna ruin all their careers. He's literally gonna end. He's he gonna good, blow their. He did a good job completely. last time he was at Sunderland, though, until he got, did he get sacked. Actually, Aye, but he won. had players like Lee Catamall and Kevin Phillips, like other assholes in the team that are yeah. just as much as assholes as him. And so he just, I thought you were big and Lee Catamall then. And he brought him. <laughs> He brought in a bunch of ex-Man U players who are all now retired. Like he, I think he brought True. in like a Dwight Dwight York, like Paul Shane. Yeah, all these ex-Man U players who now don't exist because he's been away from playing so long. And he did the same at Ipswich. He brought in like loads of players he'd worked with before, loads of ex-players and and fucking like ex-Sunderland and ex-Man U players. Basically, filled his team with them. Well, if and he, he can't to, do that now. If he, if he wants to go to Sunderland, he can have Fred. Like no problem <laughs> if he really wants to. Fred wouldn't survive in League One. No, he certainly wouldn't. He certainly <laughs> wouldn't. Fred wouldn't survive in Sunderland. A Brazilian in Sunderland? Are you mad? Shout out um, Emerson Tome. <laughs> <laughs> the throwback. Um, we're, we're kind of running out of time here because me and Max both want to go watch the matches. But um, I just want to. I want to say say my piece. I know nobody listens to this from any sort of football publication, but. Uh, I think. Who, who, what, what do you reckon? Or do you even have, have an opinion on the next Man United manager after Ranić leaves? Or he's he's not bothered in the slightest. I, I know a lot of people are saying Pochettino, but personally, I would go all out for Tan Hag. Yeah, I kind like, of agree with that. Ajax manager, he's a better shout, and he's a guy that give him an undisturbed two, three years in that club, and he'll turn years round. That's the thing. Has got to have time. Like, yeah. don't just be expecting like magic happening. I wouldn't be surprised seeing Conte end up there. You know. Oof. I mean, well, he's I already think... whinging about not being back by Tottenham in January. Like, so exactly, it could be exactly. Yeah, Conte is one. Conte similar to Benitez at Everton, really. Where like as soon as he got there, it was just the countdown started to when he was leaving. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's mm. it's never it's never going to fully work out there. I mean, he might he might do better at Spurs than than previous managers did, but I you know, and he might even win them a trophy like an FA Cup or a fucking or something like at some point. But you feel like it's you know it's it's never going to end well. You do feel like it's gonna he's gonna leave at some point in the relative near future. And I think that, 
you know, out of all the clubs in England that he could manage after that, I think Man U's probably the only one. And he is a sort of like, you know, I guess he is a sort of quick fix. Like if you want a good two or three years, you just get Conte and he'll do the job and then fuck off. Yeah. But I think I think Ten Hag's a good show as well, like for sure. Yeah, I'll, I just want big players going to Everton. That was the best appointment I have seen in years. What like, Oh mate, that made me so happy, <laughs> and to see his results as well just topped it all off. It was like someone had been like, "Yeah, okay, do you want to laugh for a season?" And I've been like, "Yeah, go on then." And then Everton happened, and it was oh, it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Funny other because. Like they've always been in in the Premier League and they've always been like there or thereabouts, but they've never won anything uh, ever. Like one, one FA funny, Cup, one FA Cup. This is funny. Paul, yeah. Paul Rideout, I think it was scored. They're just a crap team. They're boring to watch. They spend a stupid amount of money and have nothing to show for it. Yeah, just I really, really hope club. There is there is a bit of, like of a rivalry between. Us and Everton. I think there's, there's a few things that contribute to the fact that uh, you know, sort of in the in the mid 2000s, I think we were both at sort of similar levels, and I think we we're we're both kind of shit clubs, really, like in terms of where we think we should be. Um, and we're both you know we're, we've both been through some like horrific results and some horrific seasons under some like shit managers. But I also think the whole you know Jordan Pickford connection. Like it's it's made, it, we had a few tasty, a few tasty games mm. against them, and also the, the the treatment of Benitez by their fans, I think, is, is sort of uh, done even more to sort of fray the tensions between us and them. I think that there's a there is a there is a bit of a rivalry there, and I think that if we like shoot past them with you know because they've they basically spunk their money up the wall and done it in the, in the worst way possible yeah. we look like i mean just based off one transfer window we look like we're sort of trying to do it at least a bit sensibly and if we manage to sort of just surpass them in a couple of seasons and we're you know challenging for europe or titles or whatever and they're still sort of in the position that they're in now or mid-table or even worse like they could get relegated this year like if, if frank lampard doesn't work out like they, if we if we beat them tonight, we they we're one point below them, and we've That's we've wild. been shit all year. Crazy, yeah. If but, we beat but, them tonight, if like they are in when, fully in that fight, when <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> do you not think though? Like, I, I, there must be something else going on at the club because you look at all the players they've got. They've got like not like Champions League worthy players, but they've got top half Premier League players. Yeah. Benitez was a good manager. Lampard's, you know, a semi-decent manager. There's something go- else going on at that club as why they're so low than just bad performances. It's the ownership, isn't it? Like uh, I can't think of his name. Machine uh, Bill is it Bill Kenwright? Bill Because um, yeah. he he got mobbed by some fans, didn't he? Uh, after the last game and or oh, the last Premier League game, sorry, because they won. Oh yeah, they've turned the season around because they beat Brentford. Woohoo! Um, but I, he got mobbed and was like, "Look, it's been." What 25. was the score when you played ben- Brentford? We beat him. We did that. Both games. Three nil. Now we drew early on in the season. Uh, that was when we. Were yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> we were giving. Here, we've been in the top for the last few seasons. You, you go and have a try. <laughs> But yeah, they're, they're, it's just a shitty port. Like 
run club. I think they need new owners. Uh, yeah, okay, this owner, this Marjorie Geezer is sorting out a new stadium. But for me, I'd rather sort out my team and the whole club before I get a new stadium. Mm. Sort me life so, out. The difference, between, the difference between Everton and Newcastle, yes, there's similarities. But for me, Newcastle are a sleeping giant. The fact that they're a one-club city, their stadium is a cathedral, and then you've just got just this blue shit stain in Liverpool. Like, <laughs> like yeah. The, I'm pretty sure that um, Liverpool and Everton swapped stadiums back in did. the day. I'm sure Liverpool were playing in that blue pile of shit <laughs> you were talking about first so it's actually it? Liverpool's fault and, never, and could, L- L- Liverpool actually play in Everton as yeah. a fact for you as well mm-hmm. well are, are, the, are the two yeah. stadiums like I don't know I've been to either stadium but across the, the park sta- yeah like is a stadium yeah, but across, across in park. Everton and Goodison Parks in Liverpool it's a mile apart what is the point but there's still a <laughs> I'm standing exactly. back. <laughs> uh, right but then, let's dead do quick, oh, Max. Dead quicks. You, you, you're sitting with a Chelsea fan, a Man U fan, and a Liverpool fan. Let's just say Man City's going to win the league today, today, yeah. this year. Who wins the league first out of the four teams represented by the people? Newcastle United all day long. <laughs> Fucking why I. No, I think, I think, I think, I think, well, I mean, to be fair, because I mean, if you think about it, Man City could conceivably win the next three titles. Like, it's not a quite, because I mean, if, if, it, if it had to go to someone else every year, then, you know, I'd say no, like no way. But it's very, very possible that City can just monopolize this until we get up there with them. And I think that, I mean, me and me and me and Jack have a bet on for for Man U anyway yeah. that we're going to win the league before they do. Uh, Chelsea, I think Chelsea have a good chance. Liverpool have a good chance. I, I don't think I don't. Think, I, I say I, we'll win the league before Man U do. I'm sure of that. Chelsea and Liverpool, I don't know, but like it's it's because they're going to run City close, but City could still win it every year until you know four or five years time when we're. When we're up there, <laughs> I, I think you'll. I think you'll win it before. You don't even believe what you're saying it yourself. You don't even believe what you're saying no, it yourself. Just, no, the thing is, I believe it too much. That's why it's 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 you know because because in the back, I think you, you can know, put Liverpool in that bracket. To be fair, because they're the most skin out of the four clubs represented here. That's it. If you look at Liverpool this season, I think we've got two games in hand, so that knocks it down to six points if we win both of them, and we've still got to play City. It could potentially be three points in this league in the next. Well, I don't know when we play a city. Actually, yeah. but... If my auntie had yeah, balls, exactly. she'd be my uncle, but she doesn't, so she's not. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> if my daughter had wheels, she'd be a bicycle. Um, <laughs> right, who's the three teams to go down, Rex? Sorry, Max, but the three teams that are already there. Yeah. Who, uh, who, who are at the minute? Newcastle, Burnley, and Watford. Watford. Yeah. 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 Actually, I can completely see that. Nah. I, I nah. think. I think. On, I Kenny. know Kenny will disagree with this, but you see Everton. I think Lampard will have Everton more organised and more solid, at least for the last half of the season. They they're all right. Leeds have got no hope of dropping in there. They'll come good. Like 
Who's seventeenth? Who's Norwich. Norwich. Oh yeah, Norwich. Are that's still the there. only. Yeah. That's the only team that could. Actually, slip yeah. In, I think. I, th- I think. I think if any of the three teams, I think Burnley and Norwich, it could be either one of those two. But I still think Newcastle, Watford are doomed. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a bit. So, I mean, I'm going to be optimistic on my part. I do still think it's Mike's going to say Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge possibility that we will still go down. And, like, I feel like it's, you know, I, I don't think any Newcastle fans kidding themselves. We're still definitely in a scrap. Like, you know, we've got much better players now, but the, 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 the work that might undo us might have already been done. You know what I mean? Like, we, we've had a shit season so far. That Watford you know, game. Yeah, the Watford game, the Norwich game at ho- uh, away where Jake Murphy went through in the last minute and just like fluffed it at the keeper. Like, th- th- yeah. Those 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 moments are gonna, uh, you know, they're the moments of a relegated team. However, I do think that we're gonna have a better second half of the season than the first half of the season, and we're even with the terrible first half we've had, we're still hanging in there. Like like I say, if we win tonight, we're one point behind Everton. So. I think the three teams that will go down are uh, Watford, Norwich, and Brentford. I think Brentford Ooh. are going to run out of steam. Ooh. That's interesting. That is interesting. I, I reckon. Go I reckon that Brentford are pretty safe. I think they're having a little bit of a dip, but they've got some cracking results against the bigger sides. Um, I mean, like they drew with us. They beat Arsenal the first game of the season. Um, did well, they draw with? But carry on. It's fine. And they drew with Tottenham as well, didn't they? Tottenham, if class, yeah. Tottenham is a big team. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I can see, I think Burnley's time in the in the Premier League is up. I think they're going down. Um, I think Watford are going down. And the fact that you've just bought Deli Alley just deserves you to go down anyway. Like, so Everton... <laughs> Like, I was I was tempted to say Everton. The, is that the because dream... Deli Ali's a Liverpool fan? No, I mean how it wrecks, man. Like, look at who. All right, you can say that um, Damari Gray has worked out for them, and Andros Townsend's done all right for them. But you've you've just bought Van der Beek on loan. Van der Beek, sorry, on loan, who's not played football for God knows how long consistently. Um, been dropped from the Netherlands squad because he's not getting a game, and also said he didn't want to join a relegation fight. But, but when he was linked with us and has gone to a relegation fight, so he clearly doesn't fancy it really. No, he doesn't. Like I, I don't think he's up for it at all. And Delhi Halley, who has not performed for three seasons, two, three seasons, it's. Uh, not going to get I, relegated. I, I, I don't know. I, I, mate, I don't yeah, know. I can't see. I can't see the headline in the papers like Everton relegated. It just doesn't. No. Over, but over Norwich, right. over. Uh, yeah, exactly. Newcastle, Brentford, like no, I don't know. I think Newcastle will come good. Two, two black wide army. You're taking other people's chance on here, man. When you're a Liverpool fan, you I, 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 st- I want Newcastle to stay up. Like ju- I know I'm a Liverpool fan, but barely at this those point. Fans, <laughs> <laughs> something and I think something like this like um, alright you might look at who's taking them over and this that and the other but they've been in a shithole for 10 plus years and the fans have stuck with that team through 
everything. Doesn't it's any set of fans with their team though? True. True. Nah, well, they don't. Real fans do. I was I was supporting yeah. Chelsea with Frank Sinclair and Edgar Hoy and fucking <laughs> Jordy Morris. Now we've got Mendy, fucking Jorginho, and you know, Hakim Ziyech. Happy days. Frank LeBeau. Exactly. Graham Lassau. Like, I, like it oh, is, it's such a, it's such a, it's so hard to, to like, because I was saying to me, Dad, yesterday, I was like, if we stay up this season, like, next season, I kind of just want us to just, you know, be ninth all year. Like, I don't, I, like, you know, because we've had season after season, be, you know, every game is like the most important game we've ever played you know what I mean because we're, we're, we're either f- we're proper fighting for our lives constantly for, for, for years and years and years I would love it if next season we're just you know we're just fine the whole way like you know we don't have to be we don't have to be like pushing for go year. to Middlesbrough and be... get something and mark my words I would love it if we finished night next <laughs> season love it yeah I, I would <laughs> if, we, if we if we just you know we draw our first game 1-1 we go into ninth and we just stay there the entirety of the season. That would be that would be lovely for me. Like just just not having to you know think that like oh, if we lose this we're fucked. If we lose this we're fucked. Like oh if we don't win this game we're fucked. Like that's literally been every week of my life for the past like fourteen years almost. Like, it's just been like so honestly like if we just and sort you of knew have, what like, football an, was. Yeah, pretty like pretty, well under Ashley for sure. But I mean, yeah, I guess even before that, because obviously we were pushing for Europe before that. So it is like you know, I, I just would really not mind a, a, a just a mid-table, mediocre, run-of-the-mill season, and then from there we can push on and we can try and, and push for things. But I honestly wouldn't mind it if next season, if we still, we just coast it. Sorry, do you know who you've got after Everton? Um, I think is it Brighton. Um, we've got some big games coming up. I think, it, seen, uh, yeah. I think it is. Is it Brighton? I have think it seen, is. Have you seen Mike Ashley's trying to take over Derby? Yeah. To be fair, I think he might be all right for them. I think. I think it might be all right because I mean, I mean, it's a completely different. You know, he, he, if he goes in there, if he goes in there, sorts out the debt and keeps them in the championship and sells it off, like I think that you know they'll treat him like a hero and he's got links to Derbyshire anyway because that's where the sports direct factory is um so I, I think it makes a lot more sense than him ever being here does uh, and i think can you imagine would... the uproar in derby though when he walks in the door mate the they're looking they're, they're looking for anybody they'll take they'll take anybody yeah, they're desperate side note though you got to shout out Wayne Rooney for the job he's doing he's doing an all right job there considering they've been 21 points at the he start is. of the season he's all right I- he deserves ah, it. Look at him, I knew I'd get him. Are we all that Amazon Prime documentary about Wayne Rooney coming out on Friday? Are we all looking forward to it? You ever got an alarm set on my phone to get nice and early and watch it? Nah, I'm working. I've got other stuff to do. Just me. Yeah, yeah, I've got. I've got. A, I've got. A, I've got to kick me cat across the kitchen. Hey, <laughs> hey, now. We'll we play. We play villain. We play you villain. You can get cancelled like that. Fun. You can get cancelled, but that someone will take a snippet. Oh, that's, that's getting Two clipped up immediately. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. fucking so, clip it the next thing you turn up. <laughs> <and laughs> clip out all the times you said you're going to get cut on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Watch my hundred million pound deal with Spotify fall through. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we've got, I'll tell you, because our next uh, fixture, I've just looked at them there. It's actually Villa at home on Sunday, then West Ham, then Brentford, then Brighton. So the, the, these five games from Everton up till the 5th of March when we play Brighton, like they're all winnable, I think. I mean, even West Ham uh, away. West, you know, West, West Ham, Ham away is a winnable game. They, West Ham are a dodgy team, though. They, 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 they play really, really well. Some, and then some weeks they just do not the turn up. The fifth in the league, mate? Yeah, I know, but some days they do. They just turn up. They just don't turn up and lose to some shit. Like they, and Aston like, Villa? They've got Villa Motivator. They've got Master Motivator managing <laughs> them Exactly. But... Anyway, that's 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 our month, and I think that that month is gonna like if we come out of that of that month with like you know two points per game, then I think we'll be fine. If we come out with less than that, I think we're we're in deep. The shit. amount of faith Newcastle fans have in Newcastle is just. I just said if I just said it, and then I said if we if we don't, we're in deep. You just shit. said How's winnable games faith? against Villa and I don't know, whatever. Right, West Ham, yeah, like West Ham away is a. What a, what, what a villa! What a villa playing for at the minute? Are they going for Europe? No, they're fighting relegation. No, they're already they're already playing the for the badge on the shirt, Max. They're playing yeah, for they're, the they're play, the that's shirt. it. They're playing for the manager and West Ham are like a couple of good results away from locking down a Champions League place. Like they're not going to mess about with Newcastle United and Bruno turning up. Fuck him! I tell you what, yes. is Villa getting Digne and Coutinho? Is- if Coutinho can hit a little bit of form, I'm not saying he's going to go back to his Liverpool days or things like that. But even if he can buy, if if he can find the form that he had at Bayern Munich, then yeah. they've got a hell of a player there. I think yeah. Steven will do one hell of a job at Villa. I think it's the perfect club for him. Um, he needed a club like that, or like you know, obviously he wasn't going to go to Everton, but like you know, uh, he needed to go to like one of the if other you teams, like outside outside the bigs. Yeah, it would have been good. Like he would have been good at us as well, I think. But like one of those other, like you know, the next lot of the bigs. One of those is who he needed to go to, and I think if he, as long as he, as long as Villa don't get relegated under him, I think you know he's gonna, he's a shoe in for the next for when Klopp leaves. Any, I think. Yeah, which I think Klopp might. I reckon he'll add another two seasons onto his contract. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think, because I think he'll see through a little rebuild before he hands it over to someone yeah. else. Or he'll wait until the bottom completely falls out and be like, right, that's me away. See, I, like yes. Alex did, but hey yeah. Left the champion, <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> Were the Premier League with a midfield of Tom Cleverley and an unretired Paul Scholes with Phil Jones and Chris Smalling? Yeah, that's an absolute. Yeah, but you still had Ronaldo, Tevez, and Rooney, though. No, we didn't. We had fucking. When you won the league? Oh, we had Shinji, Shinji Kagawa and Ryan Giggs and Nani. Kagawa. <laughs> we, we Kagawa did, we, we would have been a good season. player for Manu if he didn't get injured all the time. Right? We had Van Persie as well. This Van Persie and Rooney. And just leaving. And Rooney. Your God. Yeah, that's what I just said. I had Rooney. I'm Percy Rooney. Right. Thinking that last goal, uh, the volume. So, so is, volume is Rooney the greatest Premier League player of all time, uh, Jack? Uh, no. Is he? Fuck. Not, if not, he's I'm your god, I'm not getting into this discussion now. But uh, he's he's my favorite. He's my favorite Premier League player of all time. I don't know if he's the best. He's my favorite. It's Alan Shearer. It's not. No, I don't, I don't think it's not best. Alan Shearer. He's the best player of all the best goal scorer, and literally is the best goal scorer of all time. What wins? What wins game? What wins games? Goals. Defence wins your games. Ergo, 
Yeah, clean sheet side. Nah. Goals, goal, goals win games, defence wins championships. That's the fucking... Yeah. That's why we did never Sierra, won one. Did well. Sierra ever score against Mourinho's Chelsea defence? No, he didn't, so he shit. Wasn't he retired by the time Mourinho came in? Because he, he probably, knew. He, probably, probably he, knew. he saw Mourinho <laughs> come in and thought, I'm not dealing with that, like, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Mourinho loves Savoy, man. We would have loved Shearer to score against him. He probably would have wanted him to fucking score all over his fucking chest. <laughs> With a hat trick. Score over his chest. Fucking... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I've disappeared. Good. Hold on. I'll open my eyes in a second. <laughs> Racist, that like you said that, don't be. I, I I I disagree with what you said there, Max Max uh, Rex brother. I think that's racist. And I think it's terrible. I don't think people should be depicted that way. Um, anyway, <laughs> well, well called out there, mate. Well called cover, out. Just cover me back yeah. there. Um, right then. Well, that's 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 fucking it then. Because I'm gonna go watch the football. That note. Uh, yeah, on, on that, yeah, on that note. Uh, nice. Dead one, quick score prediction, Jeff. What for, for tonight? You, for Man U. I'm a new game. Uh, two one United. Who have they got? Burnley. Ah, Burnley one 0 Fuck yeah. I'm going <laughs> on one. I'm going one one. Vout Veghorst in the last minute. Burnley me twenty five yards. Head on it. on his left foot. <laughs> <laughs> Burnley have only ever scored uh, one home goal against Man United in the Premier League ever. Oh, you've that now, haven't you? You've just said it, I just jinxed it. Remember them old Portsmouth games against Man U when they'd always get a result. That's what's going to happen tonight. Yep. Bogey team. Uh, I guess we'll. I guess we'll do another one of these. I don't know towards the end of the season. In about six months' time. Yeah. In about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We we went from like every like two months to a full half year. What's going on, boys? Well, the people who always want to hear from you want to hear from your boy talking about the ins and outs of everyday life. You know what I mean? They don't always want to hear from. I suppose, like, but given Max's devious behaviour and what time and what day, yeah, yeah, it's hard enough to get added a month onto the whole thing anyway. Difficult enough getting us all on the same page. Hustle hard. That's true. That's true. Any, any, uh, any words? Rex, where are you going? Want to meet the missus? Get ready to go out. Game's literally kicking off in two minutes. By the way. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on, lads. Anything anybody wants to promote or shout out while while we're here? Um, yeah, and he's got out. music coming out. I haven't got music coming out just yet, but yeah, I've got music coming out soon if you like. But I was just going to shout out um, Eddie Howe and the two Nami. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who do you support? This is this is a pathetic show. In this Kenny, I think point. he's a secret Everton fan. He's just you know mm-hmm. <laughs> the amount of jip he's given them. Oh, Ralph no, like some kind of. I'd like to shout out me. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I like to shout out God, the devil is my op. <laughs> and shout out to Ralph Radnick's Tricky Reds. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Kurt Zuma's cat. No. Uh, yes, shout out to Kurt Zuma's cat, not Kurt Yeah, the cat. Yeah, oh, I, hope, I hope he's doing all right. I hope he's doing all right. I hope he's doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he gets sweet revenge as well, like pissing his mouth when he's asleep tonight. Fingers Don't forget season two coming soon to Netflix. Hi. <laughs> Cheers. Nice one, lads. Right. Peace out, lads. In a bit.
That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Seriously, though, Kurt Zuber, sort your fucking shit out.